You may have seen his artwork all over San Diego and Los Angeles, California, but on today's edition, he is on Cata Nation Studios. TJ Santa and everybody, enjoy the show. I live in top of hip-hop, this is hip-hop of the day. I get props in hip-hop, so hip-hop for real. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to Kata Nation Studios. I have TJ Santana here. How are you doing, TJ? Doing well, doing well. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So just share with us a little bit about what you do and your lineup of work. Um, well, I am a practicing artist in San Diego. I'm also a freelance graphic designer. Um, right now, I have a studio in City Heights, and uh, that's where I pretty much create most of my pieces. Um, but yeah, I, I create artworks and I uh, show at different galleries between here and LA. And um, I also create products like prints, stickers and stuff like that and vend at like different shows and events in San Diego. And what exactly got you into art? Um, I, so I've always been an artist since I was a kid. Um, but as I became an adult, I, I tried doing other things like becoming an English teacher and um, I actually started as a graphic designer first. Um, I went to school for graphic design and that was kind of the segue into like following an art career so to speak. Uh, so um, I ended up quitting like a, a nine to five job at a clean energy financing tech company where I was a visual designer and I decided to pursue art more full-time, but still sort of freelancing graphic design on the side. That's cool that you're actually used to be an English teacher, because that's what I'm doing right now. Oh, awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, I wish I would have gotten that far, but I didn't. I did a, a couple of observational hours, and I was like, I don't think I can do the whole teaching thing. I want to see where art takes me. Share with us some of the work that you've done, some of them that stick out to you, some that are your favorites that you have done in your life mm -hmm. uh, there's um sort of like a a larger series that i'm working on right now called uh buhol buhol which in tagalog and filipino means like knotted or tangled and it kind of it kind of goes into different areas so it goes into some paintings that i've done um, so there are pieces up at the Chula Vista Library and the uh, Civic Center in Chula Vista. So they were part of a larger uh, Filipinos of South Bay group exhibit. Um, I really love those pieces. I, I did those pieces um, in summer of last year and uh, worked on them through fall of last year. Um, some of those pieces are actually went to a few shows in L.A. And uh, at a show at Shockbox Gallery, I sold one of them. And it was both really cool. I mean, I'm sure a lot of artists can attest to this. It was awesome, but also it was like, it was my baby, you know? So super emotional. I was like super sad about it because it was one of my favorite pieces. But I think um, like where my work has gotten me so far, starting as like super abstract expressionistic stuff, um, I'm really loving where my stuff is right now, so. And who have been some of the people who helped you get to where you're at today as far as an artist goes? Um, for sure, my my family. So I feel like my mom and my aunts and my brother and my boyfriend, George, are like my biggest supporters. Uh, they show up at the shows. You know, they obviously buy pieces when they can. And when I first started out, uh, like in the art scene in San Diego, I ran across the Urban Art Shop in Scriptu. 
um, from friends from networking, and they've been a huge contributor to um, how I've you know been able to establish a practice. Um, they've they've offered me like an artist in residence at at Inscriptu, so my studio is actually at the Urban Art Shop in City Heights. Um, so they're obviously huge, huge supporters of my work as well, as they are many other artists and sort of, you know, small businesses in, in um, City Heights and in San Diego. But yeah, I'd say, you know, formal, first and foremost, family and then um, friends in San Diego. <laughs> and how was that growing up like with your family, you know, when you told them like, oh, I want to pursue art, I want to do murals and go to a bunch of pop-ups like how did they take the news well when i was younger i actually just wanted to be a writer and i wanted to be a journalist i wanted to do poetry and all that um you know i just wanted to be a writer like a really poetic writer so they i mean they weren't too excited about it um they wanted me to you know pursue something closer to like a, a, a more financially stable career uh which is why i you know we compromised and I was like, okay, I'll pursue English and see what happens as an English teacher. Um, obviously that didn't pan out, but I think my family got more supportive after, after they saw how my graphic design career kind of took place at a company. And then when I quit that and decided to do art more full time, they were kind of all on board. Um, they were super supportive of me being, you know, a full-time artist at that point. But yeah, no, they didn't really, I mean, as a kid, they didn't really push me to do art or anything. They were pretty much traditional Filipino family members and parents in the sense that, like, you know, they either wanted me to go into nursing <laughs> or into, like, the military or something. And I was like, mm, no, I'm good. I'm not going to do that. The, the compromise will be, like, writing and, you know, being an English teacher or something, but nothing of the nursing sort. But yeah, shout out to nurses and the military folks, though. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's kind of funny that you mentioned because I was watching a Joy Koi. comedian, so yeah, they always say like, "Oh, we, you should be a nurse." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so funny, and I mean, it's so true. Like, it's you know, because I mean, that's the thing. Like in the Philippines, right? Like we have this view about coming to America and then pursuing our dreams, but sometimes those are like the dreams of our parents and the generation before us. So it's like not always to not always, um, you know, concise enough or like, it's not always like our dreams as like the kids who are growing up here in America. Right. I mean, I was born in the Philippines, but I moved here when I was a year and a half. So I, I'm practically American. So, I mean, it's always been sort of, I want to pursue my dreams. Um, but I mean, they, what, what's good about my parents is that they never really forced me to do anything it was more like, okay, we, we had compromises, right? So, but yeah, I mean, my mom and my my aunts are super supportive now. So that's a good thing. And I have seen your work of art. I've seen you at many pop-ups from a lot of my mutual friends. And your work is really amazing. It's like like a different sketch. And I see some behind you right now, as I see. But uh, what has inspired you the most, like, through like most of your art tell a story is it uh, mainly through something you've seen how mm. does your art come like where do your ideas come from mm. um it's so whenever i'm creating anything it's sort of with this overarching theme of um time space and line um time and space all that stuff kind of fit more 
into my abstract expressionistic work when I first started doing art. Um, and so it'd be about like, you know, memories and uh, my sense of nostalgia, um, trying to capture like these colors and these feelings of how I felt about me and my family moving from the Philippines to here. And I think as the, as time progressed, um, the idea of line became more clear to me since I started the series, because um, the series is literally about these lines that are tangled or knotted and sort of what comes out of that. Um, but in my work, there's there's always these faces um, that kind of remind me of like humanity, my humanity. And, um, you know, I've I've been on lots of different psychedelic trips. And one of the biggest themes there is like these faces, these faces of humanity that I see. Um, those were actually the first things that I saw when I was on a psychedelic trip. And I've tried to incorporate that and integrate that into the work to see what it means, you know, like, why do those why do those themes pop up when I go where I go? And um, I think these lines, these knotted and tangled lines uh, kind of help me untangle those ideas, ironically enough. Um, and so it's usually it's usually that that kind of inspires the work these days. And um, I often include like Filipino or Tagalog uh, symbols, which is called Bai Bai In. Um, so you see those symbols sometimes in my pieces and that kind of helps me activate these works with like my ancestral energy, like my ancestors. I honor them that way by um, using a language that we, we know and we share. But I want to know what is next for TJ? What are you working on uh, right now? Uh, the biggest thing that I'm working on right now is actually with a friend of mine, a, another artist, a curator, art educator. Her name is Yvette Roman. And, um, we a couple of years ago we started a, an art residency uh in tecate for artists here in san diego and um in tijuana um inviting them onto a ranch in tecate to participate in like art workshops and to just sort of network and um then it was sort of to help kind of heal the different ties of art that were severed during the pandemic and during quarantine when we were all kind of separated from one another. So it was a way to bring everybody to sort of, uh, you know, get together and heal through art. And we had maybe five people two years ago and um, with some writing, we were able to get some grants late last year. So now we're doing the second year of the residency um, this, this uh, winter. So next month, actually, yeah, next month in February, um, that's the biggest thing. So we, you know, we just close the applications. We just review the applications. Um, we're going to be inviting between 10 to 13 artists, including alumni from two years ago uh, to Tecate to participate in more art workshops and to, you know, do some more healing through art and uh, personal expressions of creativity. So that and like I do a daily, a daily drawing every day and then just trying to keep nimble. Um, and yeah, more pop-ups sort of along, along the horizon. And what were what are your biggest expectations for that trip? What is the one thing that you want to get gain most of? I I'm curious to see how a larger community of artists when we get together in a retreat like this where it's super focused on just creativity and you know personal expressions, how how we can heal with each other and how we can heal one another um when we you know we're out in nature we're out in the desert right so it's 
very uh it's it's pretty secluded and it's very intimate i think one of the biggest things i hope to gain from that is um you know, an understanding of like where people from different walks of life and at different stages of their art career, where they're coming from. And I'm just, you know, I, I like learning. So I'm, I'm always trying to soak up knowledge where I can. And um, I think some of these artists are, I mean, not some, all of these artists and creators are amazing and so talented. So I'm, you know, I'm super excited to to learn from them, you know, because I can always, you can always learn something from somebody else no matter where we are. So it's gonna be cool and to everybody listening right now what advice do you want to give to anybody who's listening who wants to become an artist and want to go through the journey that you just went through i say don't stop no matter uh how discouraged you get um even if that discouragement is coming from yourself uh get out of your own way um you know stick to a schedule find a routine find find a tribe find your friends uh, in the art community and, you know, let them help you in any way you can. Um, but basically just show up, you know, if you want to, if you want to be seen out there, you gotta, you gotta show up in, in different events and, uh, you know, at shows and everything and just kind of, you know, just chat, do some friendly chatting with people and do some networking. Yeah, totally agree. And uh, TJ, you know, you've been, I've, you've pretty much been there from the beginning of Kata Nation and pretty much we've been part of each other's lives ever since. And man, I've been like enjoying your work and you've been a, such a good friend and a great supporter. So I do want to thank you and I want oh. you to continue to go on this journey because your work is really incredible, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I your your work as well is so vital to the community. So I'm glad that you're doing what you're doing, that we're doing it together. So yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Give it up for my good friend, TJ. He was a delight to have on the show. I really enjoyed uh, my time speaking with him, getting to know his art, getting to know him as a person. And I'm just very excited for the man. I mean, he just done it on his own. And I just love that he has a huge heart for art. And you can continue to check out his work, follow him and his Instagram at TJ Santana. Link in the bio to all of his upcoming events and future pop-ups. So I'm very excited for what the future brings for TJ. And just keep going, dude. Um, and for everybody listening right now, thank you for listening to this special edition of Captain Nation. It's always a blast to do this. We have many other great guests to come on to Captain Nation Studios. And even Captain Nation en Español. This Friday, Marlene Serrano, a sex couples counselor, joins the show. On Cata Nation Español. Check it out this Friday. You do not want to miss out on that. It's going to be a lot of great things coming on for 2023 here on Cata Nation. So get excited, folks. We are Cata Nation. Like what you heard, keep listening to awesome podcasts here on Kata Nation Studios at wearekatanation.buzzsprout.com, as well as Spotify and Google Podcasts. And to keep up with me on Instagram, go to at wearekatanation, Kata Nation Studios for more.